This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, everybody jump! 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 Yes, yes, a good Monday morning to one and all. It is Tash of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You got Biseglia, Pierno across the way, Bogish with your updates. We take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Uh, good, Moose. Good. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, yeah. Just doing it, man. You know, just doing it. Really grind out. Do another great week here of programming on CBS Sports Radio, Taz and Amoose, as we bring it every single day. So we got good stuff coming up, good, good guests later on. Some uh, We'll get a new fancy open for our NFL camp stuff we got going on. It's a busy show. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Weekend was good. I'm glad yours was as well, yes, Taz. Yes, Hopefully sir. everyone out there in uh, the listening audience uh, as well had themselves a, a wonderful weekend. We're a few days away from the MLB trade deadline, one and only deadline, first time this year. Uh, being July 31st at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern time. So we'll get into some of the early wheelings and dealings. The fact that uh, Marcus Stroman got moved to the Mets and uh, the Trevor Bauer explosion out in Kansas City uh, pitching for the Cleveland Indians and how that affects his trade value uh, come Wednesday afternoon. We'll get into that as well. But uh, Tyreek Hill is in camp for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Well-documented, publicized, certainly did not get suspended by the National Football League. As uh, due to you know a, uh, I would guess a not domestic violence, but uh, you know um, a child abuse case uh, that uh, involved him and his uh, wife or fiance, um, and um, you know no charges were filed, and the National Football League felt like after listening to the audio that there was not uh, enough for them to be able to spend uh, suspend Tyreek Hill, and he met with the media for the first time. Talking about that audio, which we all took in, we didn't hear it all. The National Football League, I believe, was 11 minutes in length, heard it all. Um, and here is Tyreek Hill addressing the media and talking about the fact of uh, what it was referencing to, the fact of his, hitting his son in the chest. Cut one, Anthony. Punching my son in my chest, that would probably refer to me teaching my son how to box because uh, we do got um, boxing gloves at, um, at our house, and our son, like he's like Iron Man. So he loves Iron Man, Aquaman. He's like, Daddy, come on, come on, come on, all the time. So that's, that's what it is, man. What about uh, the audio taken out of context? You know, sometimes things get thrown out of context, you know, when feelings get involved and emotions. But I ain't going to get into all that right now. So thank you, guys. I love you. Cheetah back, man. Thank you for the support. Chief Kingdom, man, I love you. Like I said, I'm going as a person each and every day. And said uh, he appreciates the support from uh, the organization he plays for. I just want to thank them, you know what I'm saying, for the support. You know what I'm saying? I'm very appreciative of all of those guys for being in my in my life. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I mean, my teammates, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they stayed on me during the, the whole offseason. Week workout, week workout. You know what I'm saying? Steady showing me love. Steady doing everything. And said, uh, this is a new beginning. Take a listen. Can't wait for my new journey, man. I'm I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working every day. You know what I'm saying? To be a better father, better person, better, better, a better citizen, a better teammate. 
You know what I'm saying? And a better son, too, you know what I'm saying, to my parents. So I'm evolving every day. So, I mean, something that stood out to me, you know what I'm saying, my mom, you know what I'm saying, as I was going through this long process, my mom told me, you know what I'm saying, people don't need to change, they need to grow. Yeah, well, so, I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill, um, you know, take it for what it is, uh, you know, didn't really uh, go all out in the explanation of the audio, but uh, did say it was, as you heard, taken out of context a little bit, talked about the roughhousing being referring to, uh, you know, his son being wanting to be Iron Man, Aquaman, teaching his son how to box, mm. there's boxing gloves in the house and stuff like that. So uh, he said it's a, a new beginning, appreciates the support from the Chiefs organization, and also went on to add that, uh, you know, he's taking each and every day to, you know, be a better father, be a better husband, uh, be a better person. So there you go. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, how do you absorb it, right? You know, what do you, what do you uh, it's, if you're not there, you don't know what happened. I mean, we heard the audio. Um, he's saying, like you just laid out, uh, the, the whole Iron Man teaching the young men how to box and all this. I, I mean, it's tough. I don't. I personally don't think that uh, Hill was a lot of the, uh, allowed to say maybe everything he wanted to say. I'm not defending. Him. I'm just saying it seemed like he probably got some legal advice or from his team or wherever, or maybe the NFL, somebody. It seemed like because he was a little bit. You could tell he didn't want to say too much, and I do understand that part. If it's if 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 there's still some sort of an investigation, or if he wants his story to get out there eventually, but now's not the time. He, I, you know, it's a it's a tough thing. You know, it's a you know just hearing it, uh, hearing that initial audio was tough, and you know, it's it, it it didn't come off to me like he's like, listen, I'm really sorry for the way th- everything that happened as far as an overview. Uh, for the team, for the fan base, for my family, we're, we're working things out, and you know uh, the truth will come out eventually. I'm just you know spitballing here, you know something like that. It just it didn't seem like Moose. There was a lot in there to sink teeth into. You know what I mean? Uh, well, no, I mean he didn't give you a lot uh, to to kind of uh, take in, uh, to digest, and to kind of uh, feed off of. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean. You know, he he didn't really explain the the comment of of the you know the fear factor. You should be fear, terrified of me as well. Right, um, right. And he used more colorful language than that. Um, I would hope that when he's roughhousing with his son, that his son is not in total fear of his father. Uh, if that's what he wants to talk about, I mean, you know, all you know, all little boys for the most part are trying to be like superheroes, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, Iron Man, Batman, uh, you know, uh, Superman, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, you roughhouse, you joke around, usually there's a lot of laughing involved. Uh, and, and and having a good it, – it's not a matter of all of a sudden where you're you're in fear or telling your, you know, fiancé, wife, a significant other, that you should be terrified of me also, that she's saying that, you, you know, your son is terrified of you. Uh, so I – I, you know, it doesn't really do all that much to for me. Um, you know, I take away from it where, you know, he wants to try and get back on the football field as quickly as possible. Um, I thought it was a, a simplistic explanation, to be perfectly honest with you. It, uh, it, it did nothing to rectify. It's not a matter of I thought it was all that heartfelt or all that genuine. Um, I didn't really – I don't know exactly what he could have said to kind of – Cut the cut the story off at the knees and stem the tide and change public perception. I don't think there's really anything. Um, I guess, uh, but maybe if he was a little bit more with it, um, you know, I 
know, I don't understand what is precluding him from getting a little bit more in depth. There's no legal charges. The National Football League's not suspending him. It was a four month investigation, right? They don't have. They're saying there's not enough to, to that he violated the personal conduct policy. Well, right. It, I mean, well, but they didn't. They didn't even have all the information. Right. But I mean, what's preventing him from speaking? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know the answer. I mean, I, I mean, there's I, really we only nothing. Could, we only could assume. He's, I mean, he's you know. not facing any kind of court case. He's not getting sued. Well, it could there, just be. There's a, no criminal charges against him. Right. It could just be a deal where he just doesn't want either maybe to, to add oxygen to the story. I, 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 he should be smart enough, and the people around him to realize it's not just going to go away that simply when there's alleged child abuse involved here. And there's audio of him saying, like you laid out there, uh, you know, you should be afraid of, you know, he should be afraid of me also when, when Crystal Espinal, his uh, significant other, uh, that is Tariq Hill, you know, was saying that, uh, you know, the, the child is, your son is terrified of you. And, you know, so, well, and that's where there's this disconnect, right? Because he said when, when he's boxing with his son and stuff like that, and the kid's like, let's do more, daddy, uh, let's do more, that type of thing. Well, then that's, well, if the kid is afraid of you, if this is true, he's not going to say, let's do more. You know what I mean? Like, let's play more. Let's play more. You know, you have kids this age. You know. I mean, you live it. Yeah, um, they, they don't want to play. They, right, right. If they're right. If they don't, if they don't want to play, they're going to let you know you don't want to play. They don't want to play. Right. So if, if the, 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 the little kid is afraid of the dad, that's why I, someone's not telling the truth here between her and him, and that's where it's... Well, a domestic thing. Who knows? I mean, well, no, I no, I, I get that. I mean, the only reason why you want to speak more of it, you want to implicate yourself. That's what I would think, right? I mean, I would assume. I mean, that would be that would be the only reason why you you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to add to it. You don't want to add more fuel to it. You don't want to explain yourself. You don't want to go depth into it. For you know, and first and foremost, I mean, it's also if you were not completely telling the truth, you don't want to throw something out there that might be different than what you told authorities as well, right? So. Mm. I, you know, it's hard to tell a lie because people forget what lie they told. And, you know, the truth, that's why, you know, uh, the truth is the truth. What happened, what happened. You know what happened. But if you if you tell a little, if you tell, if you're constantly telling lies, 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 it's hard to remember the exact lie you told. And that's where you get caught up and get tripped up. I mean, I mean, the only thing I would think is that he does not want to implicate him. He doesn't want to implicate Crystal. He doesn't want to implicate anybody. So, therefore, he's not going to delve more into it. You know, he feels like the story's going to go away because he's not facing criminal charges. He's not facing a suspension from the National Football League. He addresses it once, and then he moves on with his day. I mean, I, I that's the way that he looks at it. I mean, I, I don't know if you're a Chief fan. You wake up after hearing what he had to say over the weekend, and you feel particularly good about the situation. I'm sure there are people who say, I, you know, honestly, I just want to see him watch him play football. Well, uh, to that I, point, Moose, uh, let me just interrupt you for a second. To that point... I mean, while he was speaking, I mean, some of the sound I heard uh, before our show started, and I think some of it was in the, some of the drops we just played, you could hear fans, you know, rooting for him, cheering for him. Throughout the whole thing, they, they love him. I mean, and, and after all we're hearing and after all of this stuff and the accusations and the, and, the, and the transcript of the audio, people know what's going on, but yet people, to the point you just made, I... They they want they just want to see the guy score touchdowns. Yes, you know what I mean. It's it's just that's what they want. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, is that is that disconcerting? I, I think is as a society, troubling? it's a little troubling. In yeah, my I personal opinion, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I would agree I mean, with you. You know, because we don't know what the look. If you're, a, you know, I mean, not to put you in a spot, it could be a rhetorical question, whatever. If you are legal advice to Tariq Hill, and you know that this is a planned, this is not just some media blitz that they went at Tariq Hill after practice at camp. This was set up, you know, prepared by the Chiefs, so Tariq knew it was going to happen. 
So if you're his legal counsel or his advisor or publicist or what have you, uh, are you going to say, hey, you know what, Tariq, just go out there and just just say whatever you want, man. Just It's all out there. There was the four-month thing. There's nothing legal on you. There's no, there's nothing, you know, listen, just say whatever you want about this, you know. You're not going to tell him that, right or wrong. If I did nothing wrong? No, no. What I mean is, no, even if, almost to the point, even if you did nothing wrong, because it's just anything, and I'm not defending Tariq Hill. I don't want people to misunderstand me. Anything Tariq Hill says even more about this this situation, it's going to people, the media, and, and I understand why, are waiting for it to just bubble more. They're waiting. They're, they're, they're jonesing for anything more they can grab from Hill. So, I, you know, I'm just saying, I think that it's a situation where his people around him are telling him, just address it a little bit. You know, tell, you know, if you want to I'm tell I'm sure you, they are. Because, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not denying, but if I if I did nothing wrong, Taz, well, how's the truth going to hurt me? It's not that, not that it's going to hurt you because, well, uh, well, I guess I could kind of give you a different look of it because you're a pub, you would be a, a big-time public figure, a major star on an NFL team that's had issues before, that you have had issues before with this young lady, Crystal Espinel, who he's been with for quite some time since college. So even if you're, you did nothing wrong and you're telling the truth, it's still going to – the story's going to keep on going. It's going to accentuate the story, the story to keep on going. He, Hill, and his people – in that presser, in that what he said there yesterday, he's trying to just pop the balloon and end it. Take the air out of the balloon and move on and worry about the Chiefs no, I, and, and football. I, I That's what disagree. he's trying to do. I don't disagree with any of that. But, yeah, but, so if you, but if you do what you're saying, it could, what it could happen, Moose, as you know, it could happen is if you just go out there and spit out the truth and, and you did nothing wrong and yada, 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 it still can accentuate and keep this story going. They want to end the story. I mean, listen, uh, but if... If I did, you know, I I don't feel like I really believe that, you know, you know, the old say, you know, the truth I shall set you free. I really believe if if I did nothing wrong, I tell the truth. Nothing's going to come back on me. Okay, no, no, I and and I and don't that, disagree with you. All, and I, that, and but it I still could at, make the I thing mean, keep going. I that's all I'm at, saying. There's a reason why she recorded Tyreek Hill. Well, absolutely, because there's something going on there. Right. There's, there's a reason yeah. why. I mean, that recording was made because she was fearful, right? right I mean, right. there's you know, there's uh, you know, when she's talking about the fact that her son is terrified, their son is terrified of him, right? And uh, you know, then and then he uh, ushers back. Well, you should be terrified of me, also. Blank, right? I mean, the, 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 there's. I mean, so you listen to it. It's hard to sit there and listen to Tyree Kill with fans, as you mentioned in the background, with Tyree Kill smiling, saying, "I, you know, I'm happy to get back on the football field. I can't wait to go." You know, I'll be honest with you. The, it, it doesn't sit right. It doesn't play right. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's disheartening and it's concerning. Um, I get we all love football and we all love football players and we all understand how popular it is, Taz. You know, it almost makes you sick to your stomach sitting there watching that, knowing what's on the audio and then hearing the explanation. I roughhouse with my kids every day. Right, my, right, right. My wife has never decided to to take out the the iPhone and record me, number one, because I don't speak about my children that way. Right. I don't I don't abuse my children. Number two is when I roughhouse with my kids, usually it's laughing to the point where they exhaust me. And right. I'm the, they're not exhausted <laughs> to where I'm like, mercy, I can't right. do it I anymore. <laughs> yeah. A half hour, 40 minutes, like, mean. I've had enough. Like, That's how it was with my son. When he was little, I'd be exhausted. Need, like, you I need I'm a done. rest. I'm done. Daddy, I give up. You're right. Daddy needs a rest. I need a, I need a 10 minutes to recover well, Because here. their energy levels like, right. to the is, roof. Is off the charts, right? They can go, I mean, my all, one, day, all day. Two of my kids were up at 4 o'clock this morning. I mean, it doesn't end. But my point being is that 
They're never terrified of me when I'm roughhousing with them because I'm, we're playing. Well, I they mean, up at 4 a.m. today, like up, like ready to go for yeah, the day? Yeah, 4 a.m. Like just ready to go. Here well, we go. Let's no, start the day. not ready to go. Oh, just up. Just up. Okay, well, that's better than, up. you know, than like, well, yeah, where are we going what, today? Yeah, like, whoa, right, easy, no, bro. no, no, no. Not walking the house. But they <laughs> okay. were up They were up before nervous. That's no, no, no. Long, that's a long morning yeah, for Donna. Yeah, that's a long morning for Donna. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean, Taz. I, I don't disagree with you. I think you're right. His lawyer said basically cut. Say next to nothing. Probably right. Say as uh, little as possible, thinking. and they probably went over with them. Right. This is what you. This is what you can yeah. say. This is what you can't say. You know, nothing's coming down on you. There's going to be no court case. There's going to be no suspension from the National Football League. If you mind your p's and q's, this will all go away. And 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 just and, and they're not wrong. No, they're not it's wrong. All go away. And to circle back, and you know, we talked about it when it first when the, these audio this stuff first dropped. If he would have said to Crystal, if he would have said when she said your your kids are your your son is terrified of you, if he would have said what the hell are you talking about, they're not terrified of me or anything to that vein, then it would almost be a non-story. Yeah, he didn't say that. No, he said, and you also are paraphrasing should be afraid of me. That's the thing. He never, you know, a simple denial if it's true. That's where it's a little disconnect because you're saying you're playing with your kids, your son, and he's like, let's play more, let's play more, let's play more. I mean, who knows? It's tough to get also into the psyche of a, of a little kid, as you know. So, I mean, yeah, the whole thing, just that's the thing that just stinks about the whole story is that there is a a, 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 a little kid involved here. That, that's it. Well, that's, that's just, that right. just stinks. No, you know? and that's and that's what we talked about before, Taz, uh, when the story comes up. But, you know, Hill is, uh, is, gonna, is a complex figure for the Kansas City Chiefs. And, uh, you know, interesting to hear from Andy Reid. Let's play that cut, uh, who talked about having Hill back in the fold for, K- for KC. Yeah, it was good to have him back, and uh, he worked hard. He tested well today, this morning, and then he came out and did this well. So he's been working. Had a couple of nice grabs, looked fast and quick and all that. We had some deep balls, and he had a few of them and had to go get them, and, and he got them. So he did a nice job. Oh right, well, well, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, kind of, he's just—he's like Andy oh, Reid just wants to talk about football. Yeah, he just—he just wants hey, to, he to get first downs. Yeah, right. he looks great. He passed, his, phys- he passed yeah. his physical test. I know. Thanks for letting us know, Andy, that Tariq Hill, nicknamed the Cheetah, is fast. Yes, yeah, well, we it know fast and quick out yeah, there. Right, that's says. exactly right. <laughs> Well, what is he going to say, though, no, right? No, he's not going to say anything. He's, he you know, he's not going to say anything. And, and he wants to have the player back on the field. Right, right. But I will say this, Taz, concern level right now, 1 to 10, do you think, of that Chiefs organization with Tyreek Hill, that something else come up here in the next year? Uh, it's a great question. Um, man, I didn't expect you to ask me that question. Ask me that question, but I appreciate the question. Put me on the spot. I, I gotta say, I, I, uh, man, I gotta. I, my first I would probably instinct, say seven or eight. I, I think Tariq Hill is gonna be a a, a quiet boy. You do? I do. Okay, I think he's well, gonna be a quiet boy. Right, I but, hope he is. But you think? But the Chiefs' concern. Moose, left. that was my first gut instinct when you. I didn't come out and say it when you asked me that question a second ago. I'm just going by my initial instinct when you ask me the question. So I might be wrong. All though. right, so you think Hill will mind his P's and Q's, but I'm I talking do. about for the Chiefs organization, oh, I misunderstood their the concern question. level. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Their, their concern for Hill. For Hill. Oh, my their bad. Concern I, mis- I misunderstood. You think, I'm talking about management read. When they when they go yeah. home, when they're working on game you. film of something else coming up here about Tyreek Hill away from the football field. I think they do have a slight concern. I do think this. They are prepared 
to cut him loose. One more thing happens, he's gone. I don't disagree with gone. you. Gone. But I would I would say that concern level is probably at a 7 or 8. Yeah, at a 10. At a 10, 10 being we're really concerned. Yeah, I'd say I it's agree probably about you. 7 I'd say 7 or 8, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I, I misunderstood you the no, first No, no, that's all. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, Taz, if Tyreek Hill isn't, you know, doesn't mind his P's and Q's now, he just doesn't get it. And that'll be it in the national. Well, football. he's gonna need some kind of therapy and well, help. I mean, he needs gonna, some yeah, help or, gonna, or jail. I mean, well, that's. that's I mean, it. if he lays hands on a kid, I mean, I, I don't want to say again because I wasn't there. I don't know if he initially. But if did this kind of thing comes up one more time, yeah, he's yeah, he's gonna be. They're gonna kicked off the Oklahoma State team, right? Right. Faced an investigation, you know, by the NFL legal investigation as they're, well. They're gonna fire dealing him. with he, child he, abuse. He's gonna if be gone. If this kind of storyline comes up again with Tyreek Hill. He'll never, I, you know, I have a hard time. In, I mean, he might play in the NFL, but he'll be, face a stark suspension. I, yeah, I and did, he might never play in the NFL again. Absolutely. Well, Chiefs did it with Hunt. Yeah. I mean, all the issues with Hunt. But then Hunt gets picked up. <laughs> right. Well, by the Browns. By the Browns. Yeah. Right. Uh, to just need more offense. Then you have weapons. the Adrian Peterson story with Minnesota. That's right. right. That's right. And then right. where is he? He's gotten picked he's, up. He got, he's he's playing right. for the Washington Redskins. And how old is he? Jeez, he's got to uh, be. Peterson's 34. My, yeah, he's older. Yeah. yeah, he's older. Real quick, how, do you, I don't remember this. Do you remember, not to put you on the spot, how, what year was he? Uh, was Hill in at Oklahoma State when they cut him loose? I don't remember. Was he? A, well, it's got to be four years ago now, right? So he's probably, a, was four. he a junior? Was he a senior? Uh, I'm just curious. Um, I thought he was a, I think he was a junior, a redshirt sophomore. Okay, so he'd be, that'd be a that. junior, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm just wondering. So he was because he, he was dre- it I wasn't mean, he was a three. senior year. Well, no, because I I believe that because I think he was three years out of I I, out of I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe I was just he was wondering. A senior. Yeah, don't be. I just I don't know. I just he was drafted that year, and there were teams that that didn't put him on his draft board because of that. Him getting kicked off by Mike Gundy. Okay, Mike just he was dismissed as a junior. junior. So there it is. So you, you, to your point, redshirt sophomore and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three years out of high school. Right. Um, so there you have it. One of your reaction, what you feel when you heard Tyree Kill address the media over the weekend at a Chiefs training camp. It's Taz of the Moose, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Buyers or sellers, one confusing MLB trade. We'll try to explain it and get into it. We'll do that next. Right here, CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Mo Vaughn, and you're listening to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post, on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every single day. Mm. 855-212-4CBS, your number to call. Hit us up on Twitter and yeah. Instagram at Taz and the Moose, at official Taz, at Mark Malouse. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to get some opinions here. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything we were talking about as far as three kill and stuff like that. Uh, electric cars, like Tesla, like high, I know. <laughs> what? Your face was tremendous. Just Electric cars. <laughs> the face you made, like, whoa, what the? <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Tesla, like, you know, that big-time Jones, right? Yeah. Tesla, you're familiar with Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Big money city there, right? 
So they do the electric car. A lot of people do the electric cars on a lot of these companies. What's your thoughts? Would you ever want to own an electric car? I'm asking uh-huh. for a reason. Um, You've never thought about this, have you? I have not really, to be honest. I Would never I have ever? either. No. There's pro- a reason why I'm asking. Okay. I was I was checking out some stuff over the weekend online. I do research just uh, just because I like to be well-versed. And, um, dude, I was looking at some of these Teslas and some other companies. These electric cars are no joke, you know. I mean, they, they are fast. They're powerful. You could basically charge the car, and you get 280 miles. And if you spend more money on a different... It's not even an engine or whatever the hell it is. You get 320 miles until you're out of electricity on it. And there's charging stations all over. You can get a charging station for your home, like putting your garage on yep. a regular plug. Yeah. You know anyone who has an electric car? I do not. Andrew, do you? Um, I think I have a friend that has a hybrid, not like the full-on uh, electric car. I know car. someone that has a hybrid. How are those? They love it. Really? I do know someone who has a hybrid. Yeah, but my whole thing with the electric car was I I never would want to do because I think you know I like a little power in the car a little you know so I could zip and um some of these are like these things go like these things go fast nice. I didn't know that I had no idea anyway so I just uh, are you gonna get yourself one uh, I'm I'm more of a truck guy you know but they do yeah. have a truck they have an SUV it looks a little too minivanish for me okay it's also a hundred grand it's a lot of money for yeah, an electric lot, car yeah if, if it was my second electric car I'd have no problem dropping a hundred G's. Okay, but not my first one. I need to kind of get a little test run. Okay. You know, so, like, huh. test run, yeah. Would you uh, ever get one? Uh, probably not, no. No? No, I'm not dropping 100 grand. On no, not 100 grand. I'm saying, would you ever <laughs> consider an electric car? Uh, I, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really, I, I've got 300 well, and... I trust your driver. You drive a lot. I trust I your do. judgment. That's I why do. I want to ask um, No, probably not. Not anytime soon. No, I- <laughs> I know that's all you need. If you're low on electricity and you got to make one yeah, of the twenty-five I, I shows you're hosting, no. well, like oh god, I can't get this. Well, no, but how? I how ran long out of electric to charge the car. <laughs> well, that's an awesome question, and I have the answer. Okay, I, I do have the answer. So, the issue with the home port: if you charge it with the home port, that could take up to thirteen hours to get a half charge. Well, your electricity bill's got to be off the charts. That's a great point. Also, that's why you're a smart guy. But if you go to one of the charging ports in the area, a lot of malls have them. They, it's smart. You go shopping. Yeah, and you I've know, you, you know what I mean. Or movie theaters might have them. You yeah. know, because you're in a. So my point is, it takes usually forty-five minutes. I believe it is with the Tesla. This is you can get a full charge of two hundred eighty miles. It costs about fourteen, fifteen bucks at the port at the charging port, and it takes up around forty-five minutes oh to get a full God. charge. No, I'll pass. <laughs> you have no time. You could host two shows by then. No, uh, what? Well, uh, 45 no, minutes. That's three segments, Dad. You sit there at a gas station for 45 minutes as your car charges? Well, I mean, you're, if you're on your cell phone, maybe you're, maybe you're recording a podcast. No, that's that's what much. I would do. <laughs> that's too Recording much. the next edition of the Taz Show that's while I'm charging much. my Tesla. No, I'm not going to be doing it. And you can I, walk to Uber Eats deliveries yeah, around the neighborhood. That's it. You can do Uber Eats while yeah. you're doing walking it. Walking around. 45 minutes to charge your car. Dude, full charge. You'd be charging your car like every other day. Well, you would because you're driving all over the truck. Driving, you're driving here well, and there. From the island, every from day island. you'd That's, need a charge. Yeah. I, uh, no. You think oh, no. Every, every Every day cu- and a every half to two days. days. Every couple days. That would get annoying. You'd be at the gas station, charge, sitting there for 45 Not minutes. Not gas, electric station. Well, no, but they're, at the, but they're at the gas station. You've seen them at gas stations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, there's one right off the Merit. Okay. Oh, is there? Really? Yeah, yeah. At oh, the gas station, if you that. go down, if you go down Greenwich to the area. end of... 
No, no. Uh, shocking no, below, in suburbia, right. they have the electric. <laughs> no, no, it's off the Merit. Free electricity. It's on, no, it's on the Merit Parkway. It's on the Merit Parkway. It's well, not you can in hit Greenwich on the Merit. Right? No, no, you can. It's not in Greenwich. Okay, so. okay. But uh, it's right by the New York border. No, uh, it's a mobile oh, gas station. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I know the little. They have a couple of them on the yeah. Merit. Yeah, I know. They're yeah, actually yeah. very nice. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Wait, I just wanted to just kind of. Wow, look who just walked in. Andrew's here. Yeah, what's going on? Young about electricity. There he is. All right, take it. Thanks, Moose. Here's your report. It's sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Red Sox lefty Chris Sale let us all down last night. Sale deals, and the pitch is lined at deep left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It is a two-run home run for Austin Romine. Over the high wall and into the monster seats. Romy, my homie. John Sterling. That's the best one yet, and I usually can't stand these bits he does. That was pretty funny. There you go. John Sterling, Yankees Radio, D.D. Gregorius also took sail deep for two. The lefty allowed six runs on five hits and three walks over five and a third, helping Boston miss out on a four-game sweep of those first-place Yanks. Boston ends up nine games back in the AL East, a game out of a wild card spot. New York, meanwhile, got nine Ks over five and a third from Domingo Herman. The A's snuck past the Rangers 6-5 on a game-ending bases-loaded walk to Chris Davis and career homer number 650 for Albert Pujols in the Angels' 5-4 victory over the O's. Over in the NL, the Cubs avoiding a three-game sweep in Milwaukee 11-4. Kyle Schwarber, a grand slam and three-run homer. And the Cardinals took a 6-2 loss from the Astros. St. Louis and Chicago tied for first in the NL Central. The Mets once again trading their future for the present, even with that present not all that impressive. Their top two pitching prospects, lefty Anthony Kay and righty Simeon Woods-Richardson, go to the Blue Jays. For Marcus Stroman, the 28-year-old is a first-time All-Star. He's under team control through next season. The Amazons expected to do something now with Noah Syndergaard and or Zach Wheeler before Wednesday afternoon's deadline. The left foot injury that Bengals wideout A.J. Green suffered in practice Saturday is reportedly torn ligaments in his left ankle. Green expected to miss six to eight weeks, which puts week one in a lot of doubt. Fellow receiver Tyler Boyd yesterday called the turf at the University of Dayton terrible and said he couldn't run any routes. The Bengals were practicing there in that state and on Saturday when Green got hurt as part of the NFL's 100th anniversary. The league's first game was played in Dayton in 1920. The Titans say running back Derrick Henry's dealing with a lower leg injury. Doesn't seem too major. No timetable yet, though, for his return. And Brooks Kepka won the WGC St. Jude Invitational by three shots, he did so after scaring some around the course by showing up for the final round just 45 minutes before tea time. I've played for three straight days. It's hot. I don't feel that great, so I'm not going to go out there and go waste my energy on the range when I could do it on the course. So shut go. up That's and stop asking fire. me questions. That's the fire we need right there. Uh, as he I'm mentioned, Kev- I'm tired. Kevka was <laughs> battling a minor illness all week, probably just a cold. This is his first WGC title, the seventh tournament win of his career. Boys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Oh, we appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah, that's really nice of you. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Very nice. You hit Good upon job. it in terms of the New York Mets uh, mm. over the weekend on Sunday. Uh, you know, early Sunday evening, late in the afternoon, West Coast time. They make a trade with the Toronto Blue Jays, and uh, as Bogus mentioned, uh, <laughs> traded their uh, top two pitching prospects, uh, K, a lefty, 
headlining that list and um you know and and acquire Marcus Stroman who's got a year left of control after this season from the Toronto Blue Jays pitching to a 2.96 ERA a team that before this recent four game winning streak what was 46 and 55 uh, so they've they've kind of gotten themselves back into it they're only what six games back of uh, a numerous amount of teams uh for the wild card sp- for a wild card spot in the National League test so um, you look at the Mets right now, they make that trade and add Marcus Stroman, which is right now a thin pitching market as the MLB trade deadline does approach us on Wednesday afternoon. You know, an interesting move by Brody Van Wagenen. Uh, you being the Met fan that you are, what do you think of the move? Man, when I first saw it, I was very surprised. I was shocked. I really was because it's like, you're, you know, we're kind of out of it. Look, I mean, it came right. You know, we just swept the, the Pirates, you know, which was nice this weekend. That's great. You know, getting getting several wins over, you know, that's good stuff. That's great. Awesome. But you know what? I was surprised. And I was, um, I'm like, wow. I mean, what do we get? Initially, they didn't say what we were giving up. But the tweet I saw, I didn't know what we were giving up. Then when I saw it, I'm like, all right. Well, you know, I mean, it's not the end of the world here, but we're not in contention. Like, what do we, like, what, you know, like, but they're going to move someone. Obviously, I think it's going to, it's going to be Syndergaard. I didn't want to see Syndergaard go, but then watching Wheeler, how he looked on Friday and how he's been looking, he's excellent. So between Wheeler and Vargas, uh, Syndergaard, now Stroman, you know, they, you got some, you can do some stuff. I don't think they're going to, because they, correct me if I'm wrong on this moves, they can, and they, there's a slim chance, right? They could, once the deadline, they could make some moves with Stroman and use him. I don't think they're going to do that, though, right? But they could do that. Oh, they could trade him. Yeah, yeah. they could do that. Yeah, and yeah they for, could. I yeah. don't think they're going to do that. I don't yeah. think they are. Not after the... Right, that would shock the, you a little bit, right? If they, they, well, they, not they, after the statement by Van Wagner after acquiring put him. Over, him. Yeah, right, I, I don't think you would... I don't think you would make that kind of statement. Right, and then, good point. And then use Strowman and, and turn him around and trade him. Right. Um, I look at it, uh, it... Listen, I, I look at it, and people are saying, well, they're going for it, they're in it. I mean, they're six games out of a wild card spot in the National League. They'd have to jump over six teams as well. Right. It's not just them and another team where they're trailing one team or you know, the, the second wild card team by just six games. It's it's six games and it's six teams. So that's a lot to overcome if you're the Mets. Of course. At fifty and fifty five, even riding a four game winning streak. So those that are saying, well, I, I think it's the Mets looking at it as a win-now scenario, I, I don't see it because I, I still I still think they're going to pair Vargas off, um, mm. you know, potentially. Um, you know, with an $8 million option that they have for next year, um, you know, should they? I mean, you can make the argument that they shouldn't, but, you know, we know how ticked off the organization was with him after what transpired out at Wrigley Field after one of those games where he yeah. came to his manager's defense, right? right and right. threatened a, a, reporter, a reporter, yeah. Right, from Newsday. So um, it does not seem like Vargas is is going to be with the Mets come August 1st, right? Then you get a guy like Todd Frazier, who's an expiring contract. I think if Todd Frazier's got any kind of value anywhere else, I think Todd Frazier is going to go come August 1st. Now you get to the pitchers. I I think it's interesting with Van Wagen. I think what makes it so intriguing is you acquire a guy in Stroman who now you don't have the pressure to sign Wheeler in the offseason, so you can now move Zach Wheeler. Mm. And with taking a big piece off the pitching market in Strowman, it only enhances the value of a guy like Noah Syndergaard as well. Yeah. Totally see, you agree. go see the thing the thing that was interesting is, you know, you look at it, right? We'll get to Bauer and makes an explosion in Kansas in Kansas City yesterday, pitcher for the Cleveland right, Indians, right. right? But the Indians are in it, right? 
the Martin Madison Bumgarner with the San Francisco Giants, they're in it, right? right, right. You've got, say, you know, Miner with the Texas Rangers. Although he has a limited no-trade clause, there's teams on his list that he does not want to be traded to. One of those teams happen to be the New York Yankees, right? And then you get to guys like Robbie Ray from the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then you've got Syndergaard, and then you've got Zach Wheeler, and you had Marcus Stroman at one point in time. Top of that list with Bumgarner being off the list, was probably Stroman pitching to that under three RA for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now he's off the market, right? So now the Mets, at least in 2020, have a a top two as it stands right right now in DeGrom DeGrom and and Stroman. Stroman. Right, right? right. So that's a nice top two to go into any regular season. You know, and the one concern you'd have about Stroman, he's a ground ball pitcher. The Mets infield defense has not been particularly well, and good. And that's a great point. Just don't hit the ball towards first base. Right. I... Well, well, second range, <laughs> yeah. and, and you look at him at Rosario's yeah. range as well. So that's a concern. But right. I, you know, I agree with that. He is a ground ball. He's not a strikeout guy. He's not. And so point, right. he, he throws a lot of ground ball outs. So the Mets have got to improve that infield defense. But what they have in turn, Taz, is by making this trade, They've helped themselves out. They traded two prospects that maybe they didn't think all that highly of, right? But even if they liked them, they've got Stroman, who's a finished product, and Van Wagenen's trying to win now. And you and I, you've depleted the market even more to where you've raised the value of the pitchers that you potentially do trade even more. Mm. Because those contending teams that are starving, the Houston Astros, right, uh, the Atlanta Braves, the New York Yankees, those teams that are looking to try and add a starter. That have a chance right. to really do well in the postseason. To try and win, yeah, a, championship. And win a championship. Now, right. there are limited options. There are limited places to go. Mm. And that helps you out if you're the Mets because sure. you hold two pieces in that market to where maybe you can maximize the value. I'm not telling you that. I'd be surprised. I'd be stunned if we're sitting here on August first and they move and Stroman. One, no, and no, not Stroman. Not Stroman. But, I mean, uh, but like Wheeler, a, Wheeler, Wheeler. One yeah, of those yeah. guys have got to go. Yeah, one I think it's going to be. I think you think Syndergaard's going to go. I think Syndergaard's going to go, not Wheeler. And I, I, I said something the opposite on Friday here, and then I'm thinking about it. You know, during Friday's show, and I'm like, oh, and after the show, I'm like, you know what? It's probably Wheeler's going to stay. And watching Wheeler, he, I think it was Friday night's game. He pitched great. Um, I, I think Syndergaard's the guy that's going to go. I, I think you're going to get more for. I think you're going to get more for Syndergaard. That's why I think there have been the reports of pairing Edwin Diaz with Zach Wheeler right. in order to get a package of players back in return. Right. So I think if you're going to trade a guy, I said it the other night on SNY. I think you're going to trade Syndergaard, but I would not be surprised if it goes the other way. That ends up being Wheeler, and you hold on to <laughs> Syndergaard. So you and I flipped like what we said. You're saying what I said Friday. I'm saying what you said Friday. That's Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but Taz, I, uh, for Strowman, I, he's a Long Island guy. Yeah, he's from out in right? Suffolk County, so, Medford. Yeah. yeah, so he comes back. He, he already, what, tweeted out a picture of him wearing a Met jersey growing up. He's a little up. kid. Yeah, right? yeah. He's yeah. a little kid. Met jacket. So, yep, yep. Um, Met jacket. So, I, I think it was an intriguing trade by Van Wagenen where he's trying to remain relevant in the short term and also try to maximize the value of the pieces. Listen, in a lot of missteps last offseason. Let's see exactly. I think the Mets over the next three days, it's going to be fascinating to see what they do yeah. and the other trades that they do make. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Me too. So I just hope it works out because, believe me, we need all the help we can get. Okay. Everybody ever heard we that Strowman? Strowman's going to New York. Everybody heard, like, oh, the Yankees. No, yeah. the other team in New York. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> yeah exactly right. And it, it seemed like those other teams didn't want to give up what the Mets gave up, which was their top two pitching prospects in their farm system. Yeah. And what Brody Van Wagenen showed you early on as general manager is, 
He doesn't necessarily care about prospects. He cares about the guys that can help him in the here and now. He got the win now mentality, and I don't know if we have the club to win now. Well, you better win. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing, Taz. You better win because not much help is coming down from the farm because you've depleted that system. And that defense is... That defense is not great. It's not great. I mean, again, I'm still... I still like Robbie Cano at second. I know, and I know we talked about this last week. And yeah, I I, I understand his, his range and he's getting older. I get it. I still now, Lonzo at first is just uh, just uh, he's a nightmare there. I mean, Big Bat Jones. I know Home Run City, uh, but dude, I, he's just a nightmare I, there. He's well, making, they, I, he had a couple of errors this weekend. A he's couple. not. He's, I understand. He's not as his defense in the second half here has not been as good as decent as it was in the first half. He's never going to be Mattingly or Hernandez or Will Clark or. Anybody like that defensively at first base, right, he's right. just never going to be that. But if you can, it, his bat is so good, his ability to break a game oh, open God. is so good, Taz, yeah. that you're going to have to deal with the fact that he is not going to be that kind of defensive first baseman. Yeah, I was wrong. There's no other position for him to play. I'm just he's happy. He's got to be no, in the right. lineup no, more right. often. Right. He, he, I, was, I, was, I thought that the home run derby, initially it seemed like it was going to, that he won the whole thing and all those home runs and those swings were gonna, you know, I'm one, of, you know, as you know, I'm one of those guys that believes in the home run derby curse. He's showing you that's kind of not true. So yeah. he's because he, he is still Good hitting friend. dingers. So yeah, yeah no, no. I like him. A country I just, mile. I, I terrify when I'm terrified when he's got a glove in his hand. Right, but you believe in Robbie Cano? I like time. Robbie Cano. I, know, I do, amazing. man. I like him. As, I know, I do. I I don't. I don't know why, man. I. He's smooth out there, man. But I, I understand. He's, he's the Robbie Cano wearing Yankee pinstri- pinstripes. No, he's not really? as no. He's those days are gone as far as a defensive second base. But no, I know that. But like Strowman's a Met. Yeah, yeah. And he's happy to be a Met, and the Mets are happy to have him. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven is your number to call. Trevor Bauer uh, had an interesting response. Uh, to a poor pitching performance in Kansas City yesterday. We'll get to that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. All right, so Trevor Bauer, frustrated, surrendering. Uh, it was terrible for the Kansas City, uh, for, against the Kansas City Royals yesterday for the Cleveland Indians. Um, gets taken out of the game. And upon getting <laughs> taken out of the game, Taz, uh, throws, the, throws a ball over the center field wall. Takes the ball off the mound and just chucks it like yeah. a, a little kid would do. Like, you know, it was the giving up home runs. by the second baseman, I believe, was the best. Oh, that was. <laughs> I thought I was going to throw that. That was hysterical. Yeah. He thought he was going to throw the ball right at him. I know. Well, that's why, yeah. He, like, flinched. <laughs> like, he was going to basically peg him with the baseball. Yeah, but man. Bauer he had nine hits, eight oh, runs, God. four and a third innings have worked. Seven of those earns, be, runs being earned. Had six strikeouts, four walks. <laughs> a guy that's been on the trade market, his, his ERA now goes up to 3.79. Uh, let's hear from Bauer after the game uh, saying he was wrong for chucking the ball. I wanted to say a couple things. First and foremost, um, I owe sincere apology to all my teammates, my coaching staff, um, the organization. 
and all of our fans for how I conducted myself today. Um, it was unbecoming. It was childish, unprofessional. Um, there's no place for it in the game. Happy that it didn't result in any physical injury for anybody else. I realize that put people in danger. Um, I want to be clear that my frustrations were with myself and my inability to stop the situation um, and keep my team in the game. That was not directed at any of my teammates, um, even though I know that it came off that way. Yeah. <laughs> I could watch this a hundred times. Oh, it's great. And, and the second base was Mike Freeman. That's who flinched. And to your point, Moose, it was funny when he flinched. Oh, it's great. I, well, we do know he's got a good arm, Trevor Bauer. He could throw the ball really far. Like... <laughs> He just chucked it. Oh, man, Francona was not too happy when he came to take him out. No, no, no. <laughs> Francona was not happy, and we'll play a little bit of that audio a little bit later oh, on the program, Taz. But uh, he was not. And and Bauer I, he'll probably you know hurt his value um, and his trade value uh, come Wednesday afternoon if the Cleveland Indians decide to pair him off. But they're right there in that race in the Central with the Twins. I, I, we'll talk about this later, but I, I guess we'll have time. I don't think it hurt his value, but I'll give my opinion later on. We'll, I mean, yours. we'll talk about that a little bit yep, later. Yep. Coming up straight ahead, we're going to go camping, Taz. Oh, I'm ready. I got, yeah, I got my backpack. Go. You got your sleeping bag? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.